Welcome to the Only Way Is Up podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Pash. Over the next few episodes, you will hear me speak to amazing women who are in the Olim community who will bring to you, my listeners, tips on how to get through the next few weeks. We discuss fitness, nutrition, Ayurveda, marketing your business at this time, and organizing your home, and lots more. I've kept the episode short and sweet for you to be able to listen whilst at home with your kids, washing the dishes, putting out your laundry, or any of the other mundane tasks that we are doing at this time. I understand that as we aren't walking and we're not getting on public transport or driving, that the podcast listens are a little lower, but I would really appreciate you still listening and still supporting the podcast at this time as I'm trying to bring you the content that is really important that will help you get through this difficult time. Thank you so much in advance. Keep listening, keep sharing, and have a great day. Damar ben had always dreamt of make Yaliyah, so once she had graduated from Stone College, she moved to Israel in 2015. While she had a few siblings in Israel, she was single and had no real plan. Luckily, she met her husband just two months after. She now lives in Ramat Bet Shemesh and is a home organizer. She helps others to build their best life by teaching them organizational skills. This is a dream that she has had for quite some time. Today on the Only Way Is Up podcast with me, Rebecca Pash, I have a brand new guest called Tamar Bensvi, who is originally from the US and made Aliyah in 2015. She has her own company called Tidy With Tamar, and she is a professional organizer. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. So a little bit of t- background of how did you start your business? Because we are obviously going to speak about how you can help others at this time um, who are at home and want a little bit of organizing tips. But at the, um, but I'd love to hear how you started your business. For sure. So basically, when since I was a little girl, I was always very passionate about organization. I always loved, you know, thinking about organizing, whether it was parties, whether it was, you know, just day to day, my mom would always make fun of me that I was just very organized and I would always keep her on her toes. Uh, But I didn't realize that it was a skill and that it was something that was not innate um, until I got older. Um, And then once I started to go into adulthood, once I started to become an adult and, you know, have the challenges of being an adult, I realized wow, this is actually not something that's innate. This is something that can be real and something that is so vital. Every single day, we are faced with our homes. We're faced with, you know, clutter and we're faced with what to do with different things. And it can be overwhelming if we don't know what to do with it. Um, So I had some friends who went to me and they're like, can you help me? I see that you're, you know, that you're very organized. Can you help me? Um, and I went to my friend's houses, I went to my sister's house, and I helped them. And they would say, you got to go into this. This is definitely your field. And um, after doing a, a few jobs in marketing, I was, uh, you know, more interested in helping people one-on-one with their homes. Um, and so I took I took a step away from marketing um, and decided, you know, to take the plunge into home organizing. It was not something that was simple it actually took me two years until I finally got the courage to do it but I was like the world needs this people need it and um I, I it's been proven to be true you know as I work with my clients yeah I'm sure 
So at this time, everyone is at home, whether they have children or not. Um, so I was wondering how, what tips you can give to people who do have time on their hands, or even if you can get the kids involved. Um, let's start with going around rooms of the house. Um, and let's start with maybe which is the easiest in, in terms of organizing. So I think that the playroom, you know, with kids, I think that the playroom is actually one of the funnest rooms to organize for me. And um, when I think about, you know, right now I'm not working one-on-one -on -one with a client in their homes. Um, but when I think about what I miss so much about working with my clients, it's definitely the playroom. The playroom is not only easy because there's so many it, it's like a puzzle, the playroom, right? So often there's some set of uh, organization, a little bit at least, you know, they have some boxes, they have some, um, maybe they have a Trofest, maybe they have a Calyx, you know, both from Ikea. And, but people are not utilizing their spaces properly necessarily. And so often when I come in, I say, okay, what do we need? What don't we need? And we take it and we break it up piece by piece. And with kids, especially in the playroom, you just break it up a little bit more. So with adults, what you would do is, you know, you would see this overwhelming playroom, toys everywhere, maybe a rug there, rug there, I don't know, random stuff. And you would take out one box at a time and you would look in that box and say, do we need this? Do we not need this? Are our kids playing with it? You know, is this the right spot for it? Is there a way that maybe we can have, you know, minimize it or, you know, put it in a different storage box? And um, when you bring in your kids, you, you know, you should do the first steps of, you know, thinking about the room and visualizing what you want. But when you bring in your kids, um, you would basically then have them help you to put the toys in there. So instead of you doing everything, just visualize it, categorize it, and then have your kids actually put the toys into those specific areas. That's a good idea. At least they get them involved and they know where things are going. Right. As long as you take the first step, yeah. your kids can know how to take the second step. But it's so important that you take the first step because when you go into a room, it can be so overwhelming that for your kids, it's 10 times more overwhelming. But when you know what you're doing and when you have a plan, your kids are going to follow suit. For sure. And you can even make it into a game, you know? And then, who, you know, and if you have a lot of kids, you can be like, okay, well, whoever gets, you know, all these pieces into their first wins or, you know, something like that. For sure. It's good that it's a good idea. So let's go into the kitchen. Yeah. So the kitchen, I think, is um the kitchen is one of my favorite areas also, right? So I love the playroom. The kitchen is definitely one of my other favorite areas. The issue with the kitchen is that a lot of people um put stuff in this but don't necessarily take it out. So what do I mean by that? I mean people have food that may be expired, maybe gone bad. Maybe they don't really have sections of their kitchen. You know, when they go in the pantry, for instance, 
you know, I see that a lot of people just throw stuff into their pantry. So when I go into a pantry, what I do is I look at the pantry as a whole. I take out the first, you know, like the first um, drawer, the first shelf of a pantry. I take out the stuff and I look at the items that they have and I say, oh, you have a lot of items that maybe you eat for breakfast. You have a lot of items that maybe are good for a snack. And as we go and we start taking stuff out, we realize, okay, this was expired. You can throw it out. This was maybe maybe you got um, an item in there that was a kitchen utensil. You can put it in the drawer, you know. And then as you go, you figure out the categories. Is it a snack? Is it a breakfast item? And then you put your shelves accordingly. So I just did it in my friend's pantry, and we had. You know, as, as I mentioned, we did, you know, the top was tinfoil and Ziplocs. Then we had a section for snacks. Then we had a section for her daughter's snacks, then, you know, who's a baby. Then we had um, a section for breakfast items. Then we had a section for, you know, um, all the, um, like, utensils and um, cutlery, uh, like, plasticware. So we had a different section. And when you take out the stuff that's expired, when you take out the stuff that really shouldn't be there, and when you categorize it section by section, taking out a section at a time, it really is so much more calming, and you actually don't even realize how much space you have until you do that. When we did it, like her pantry was filled with stuff, and after we did it, we actually had squares of extra space in her pantry, and she didn't even take out that much. But just organizing it differently and taking out the things that have expired was really key. So next room, let's say the bedroom. Okay, so the bedroom is, I think that the bedroom is, um, you know, for some people it can be so overwhelming and for some people there's not much there. So the bedroom is, the closets can be very, very overwhelming, especially there are people that haven't gone through their closet in 20 years. So going through your closet can be very daunting. Um, What I would do is I would also, you know, take out one section at a time. Maybe today you want to conquer shirts. Maybe tomorrow you want to conquer pants. Maybe the next day you want to conquer hats. And take out one section at a time really go through it, try stuff on, show it, you know, show it to your husband, show it to your kids, ask them how you look in it maybe, and, you know, decide what you want to keep and what maybe you can donate. The only issue with donating right now is that a lot of places are not taking donations. I know that some places are, but a lot of places are not. So the only issue with organizing your closet is make sure before you start organizing to have a space that you can put your clothing. You have a space that you, you know, don't have to have your entire house be drowning in it. Make sure that you put it into, you know, some bags and you're giveaway on it. Um, but also don't put it in the giveaway piles. Don't put anything that is stained. Don't put anything that is um don't put anything that is torn. Those can go into garbage. So have a garbage bag, right? Garbage. Have a giveaway bag, right? Giveaway. But to just and then go through the entire, you know, um, closet step by step, and 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 really break it down from shirts 
and socks and you know pants and anything that you have but but go section by section otherwise it's going to be too daunting and the other thing that i want to say right now is that many people um they think i'm so stressed out by this one area i'm so stressed out by my socks right so maybe they have an overwhelming amount of socks but then they don't think about but my shirts, if I had less shirts too, I would feel better because the entire area would be organized and then I can move on. It's better to stay in one room at a time than to go to another room. So stay in your closet. If you're gonna make your closet your mission, do your socks, do your shirts, do your pants. Even if you think, oh, I don't have so many of those, do it because you're going to feel better when it's all done. And the last room is probably the like salon dining room. So the salon dining room typically does not have um, that much. I will say that the, the few rooms that I have seen a lot of paper is the bedroom, is the salon, is the office. Um, the, the issue with Israel, um, the issue that I see a lot in Israel um, is that in America, many, many, many people have a specific office space in their house. Many people, um, in, like in America, they have a specific office space in their house. In Israel, that's not necessarily the case. Some people do, but many people don't. So I have seen bedrooms that have tons of papers. I have seen, you know, salons that have tons of papers. Um, I think as long as the papers are being organized, you know, people just put papers on their bookshelves. People put papers um, in pant, you know, in their pantry. People, I find that papers are everywhere. And so as long as the salon is not filled with toys, is not filled with papers, the salon shouldn't have that much stuff, um, but it could be, you know, a fun activity. You know, we did it this year where we just moved into a new apartment this year. We love our new place, and we put up different, you know, p paintings, and we put up different artwork. If you have artwork to do that with, that could be really fun to decorate and make the space your um, but if you don't, you can even think about that. But I, I would really focus on getting all the toys out of the salon um, and make and trying to have a different area for the toys, maybe in your kids' bedrooms, maybe um, you know, in uh, maybe in the playroom, like if you have a playroom, and also the papers. I would focus on the papers and the toys. Um, and the papers are complicated. The papers are not always so easy. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, Rebecca Saltzman um, is my mentor, and she has a great, you know, list of, um, it, it was going around on, like, Living Financially Smarter, Rebecca Saltzman and your Galibowitz set up um, what papers to keep, what papers to toss, um, and what papers can be recycled and shredded and everything like that. Um, reach out to Rebecca Saltzman, Rifka Leibowitz, you know, look on fin Living Financially Smarter. It was definitely posted um, a lot in the past few months. Um, and that is something that is really, really helpful. Um, but as long as the salon, you get out the papers, you get out the uh, toys, that, that's really key.
Yeah, I mean, everyone has papers. This country doesn't know how to live without paperless anything. Exactly. So I get that. Exactly. Um, that for papers, the, the most important thing is to, you know, when you do have papers, me and my husband have set up um, two accordion folders of all of our papers and we labeled it appropriately. I know people that love that system. That's something that we that we have. I set it up for another client. She loves it. Um, we color coded it. And that was definitely something that, um, you know, it, it's just it makes life so much easier. And also when you have doctor's appointments, let's say your medical papers are all in one folder. You can just take it to the doctor if you need all your papers and just go. Um, so if you that's one trick that I would definitely say is um, once you organize your papers, once you understand what you do need and you don't need in terms of papers, then, you know, it, it makes everything a lot easier. And if you want to um, take it wherever you need to, it's just a lot simpler. Yeah, that's true. Any other tips that you can give to everyone who's listening, who is at home and is wondering how to even start organizing their apartment? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I think that the these are a few tips and, uh, you know, it's something that I just very much believe in. Um, the first, first, first tip is just relax. Take things step by step. Don't overwhelm yourself. Even maybe if you want to start in the beginning, just 10 minutes a day, just tidying up. Take things step by step, room by room, space by space. If you are going to organize, though, don't go on to another space until one space is done. You will feel so much better, even if the space does feel overwhelming. Once you accomplish that space, it Tidying up will become so much easier because instead of starting from scratch every single time, you have your categories, you have your system. So go space by space, step by step. But if you're going to give like an entire day to something, finish it off. Um, So that's one of the biggest things. Um, Also visualize and understand what we want. Um, You know, don't become... um, don't just think like, you know, oh, I want this to you know, be organized. Okay, poof. It's not going to become in a poof. It's going to take, it's going to become a process. And knowing your end goal is so, so, so vital um, because you will see as you declutter, as you organize, that it becomes that way over time. Um, again, my, my mentor, Rebecca Saltzman, has a, uh, told me many times that organization does not happen overnight. Um, And in fact, for every year that somebody builds up their clutter, it's one month of organizing and decluttering. Breaking these habits are hard, just like losing weight. It's a process. Take it step by step, space by space, and visualize what you want in the process because what you want at the end of the process, it will help you get there. Remember to group things, as I was mentioning, by categories. You want your entire home to be in categories. You want to know, okay, if I go home from a very stressful day and I just want to throw off my hat, where can I put it? Do I just put it on the, you know, wherever? Or is there a specific space? 
I have a box for my hats, or if I want to just do it when I get home, I just put it on the table in one specific corner of my kitchen table. I don't put it, you know, in different places in that one space. You can have more than one area for an item, but make sure that you know where everything goes. Give every space a home is really, really important. And above all else, decluttering is so vital. Decluttering is key. You want to, when you organize, you don't want to just, you know, organize what you have and just, you know, that's how you're going to need help every single time. But when you declutter, when you take things out, when you throw stuff away, give things away, recycle, shred, you know, all of that, you can make stuff, you can make space for the stuff that you actually want. And I think, you know, Corona is this detox. It's this decluttering, right? So we're going through this time of Corona and everything in our lives has, has been stripped from us. Everything in our lives has been taken away. And our entire normalcy, our entire, our, our entire, you know, everything that we know is, has changed. And I think that decluttering is taking that away so that we can put in what we want to. And as horrible as Corona is, and of course I'm saying not minimizing the stress of Corona and all the sickness and the death and everything, but Corona is a little bit, you know, we can, it's a little bit of this time that we are having this major detox, this major decluttering, so that we can add into our lives what's important, so that we can think about this stuff, we can prioritize, we can categorize, we can have a different vision for what we want our lives to be. And I think I, I think that, you know, those tips are um, really key to take it step by step, to visualize and understand what we want, to categorize, to know that things are processed, and really to declutter. I agree. Those tips are really, really helpful. Where can everybody find you? Social media, everything. Yeah. So you can definitely find me on um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I also have a Pinterest. My name is Tidy with Tamar. Um, on Facebook, it's Tidy with Tamar slash professional organizer. Um, at Instagram is at Tidy with Tamar. Um, on Pinterest, I believe it's just Tidy with Tamar um, and www.tidywithtamar.com. I'm always here for anyone. If anyone has any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, I would love to help anyone that uh, has any questions. Um, I'm always here. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. I hope that this uh, helps and uh, really always, you know, always here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Only Ways Up podcast. And thank you again to my guest today. I would love to hear from you, my listeners. What inspired you from this episode? What did you like and what would you like to hear more about? You can tweet us at Only Ways Up Pod. You can comment on one of the posts on the Instagram page at Only Ways Up Podcast. Or you can send us an email to onlywaysuppodcast at gmail.com. Your feedback is really important. Please, if you haven't done so already and it should only take a minute, 
rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. This will help to continue the success and bring you more content. If you loved the episode today, why not share it on your Instagram stories? You can take a picture, tag a friend and we can increase the amount of listeners. Thank you again and remember, the only way is up.